Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. Well, first of all, you said you don't care. You're not caring. I don't care. No, you're I, not caring. I ain't caring. It, you're echoing more now. We gotta do something with the gain. I'm I'm echoing a little bit more than normal. Something's something's up. You need to make an adjustment. I'm just suggesting. Is that is that better? Is any of that better? That's a lot better. That's a lot better. <laughs> you just you just I, wow. I, that's a lot better. Oh my fucking god! This is like junior high school. <laughs> I am the all-knowing, all-seeing Oz. Sorry this is not that. a good idea. Right, See, here's it. what happened. I made Joe record. Yeah, you, he forced me. He forced my fucking hands to record, and I I'm did. like, I don't want to. It's time to go to trivia. And he goes, I'm not caring about this. And I went, Hey, my mom's name was Karen. I'm it, still saying this. And I did not know that. And then I said, Hey, you know what kind of dog we had? No, a Schnauzer. No, a Karen Terrier with a C. C A R Y C I A R A N C A R N Karen. That is Irish. That's a Irish. That's a Karen. Do you know? Here's the story. This is fascinating. Everybody is waiting for this story. How the dog wait. came to America. Let's my, do it. My father had. Uh, he flew B forty. That sounds better. Also, what'd you do now? I just turned my day down. Shut up. Oh shit! Turn this up a little bit more. See, there's just not just quick. no. God damn it! I'm like I... a fucking four year old over there with that board. Ooh. Ooh, I'm going to fucking drink this Tito's until I can't see straight. <laughs> Shout out to Tito's Vodka. We're yeah, thank you very sponsors. much for uh, helping us out. <laughs> so listen to me. Okay, I'm listening. Go ahead. So my oh. father flew B-47s in the, the Air Force. Okay. B-47 was the first kind of high-speed jet bomber that the military in this country That's had. Uh, when we decided to bomb the communism out of North Korea. Correct? Right. Okay. Well, no. Well, cool, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. And then it turned into the Russians because you got to have an enemy. If if we don't have an enemy in this country, we're not fucking doing our job. True. Apparently. So, uh, B forty seven was designed specifically. Wait, what's for... the enemy now? Is it progressive? Yes. Progressive. About right. Oh, well, it's gonna be gonna shit. be the Muslims because they're brown ish. Yeah, I think the enemy of this country has been brown people for a long time. Sure. Whether it's Muslim, Mexican. When we showed up, Indian. they were darker than we were. So my favorite is the people that don't know the difference between someone who's Muslim and someone who is Sikh. I, but, had, I had a couple of. Uh, I, oh, and I'm not going to go into that. That's a sad story. People that worked for me were from uh, from India, and they were um, Sikh. Yeah. Yeah, and best one, worker and, you and, ever had. I remember you telling yes, me. Yes, I'm not even gonna. Yeah. I, I'm gonna stop right now with the story because it's beyond sad what happened to Can one. Can we of talk them. about the Karen Terrier? Karen Terrier. So my father uh, flew B-47s. He was stationed in uh, in England over there for a while, and he decided to bring a dog. Good day, mate. England. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's still Christ. fucking funny to me. <laughs> Good day, mate. Good day, mate. So he's over there doing whatever they do over there with bombers and in bangers and mash in and the fifties and, and yeah. you know, flying yeah. about and flying around with <laughs> flying around with hydrogen bombs. Do you know what the fuse is effectively or the trigger mechanism for a hydrogen bomb? Do you know this? I, I don't know. I it's don't. an atom bomb. 
and I'm not making this I, up. I really wish I would have known that. I, I've seen Fat Man and Little Boy like 19 yeah. times. But. but the hydrogen bomb takes so much energy to set it off, and I'm gonna, people are going to chastise me if they hear But it's basically true. It takes an atom bomb to set off a, a hydrogen bomb. That's how powerful the motherfucker is. That, is that a hydrogen bomb is a fusion bomb or a fission bomb? Uh, fusion. No, it's fusion. Fu- no, it's fusion. Okay. We're it's little, fusion. Little, no, it's fusion. Okay. No, I'm not arguing. I just don't know. I don't remember right now. My... Everything around the microphone smells like cigars, cigars. now. God we, we damn did it. a thing. Yeah, yeah, we made a thing, and uh, you guys will hear more about it in the We did some recording, some video weeks. recording. Yeah. We didn't do it. Some other independent organization came in and filmed us. Quentin Tarantino. Somebody independent did it. It was not Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and this is a project, and it may be more public later, but it was, it was fun. We'll say that much. Oh, it was definitely fun. So anyway, so, so everything smells like vodka, Tito's vodka, and big fat Stogie Churchill type cigars Oof. right now. It just anyway, but I'm kind of liking the smell in a way. In a way, it, no, I mean I like it, but I don't like it. What it I'm, smells like an old bar. It, it, it's it very does. old and classic. And what I was going to tell yeah. you when I was we we're going to kind of decompress or de de uh, debrief. That's what it was. Debrief. Yes. After this thing, we didn't really do that yet, and I was going to suggest to you that. You know what? It's, it was kind of cool, even though we had all those lights and cameras and shit around here. If we were by ourselves with a vodka drink with olives in it and smoking cigars to set the atmosphere, it kind of would be kind of nice to do. It that. actually would. That would be a leather apron club kind of thing. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I really like. kind of thought it was forget again, forget the people that were here, but I, we were doing this. I thought I kind of like this. I kind of like the atmosphere. The ambiance of it is really yeah, nice. I think what would be what would be even uh, better is uh, if I still had a cocktail in my hand. You drank it. I did what drink that mine? it. Um, that is yours. One little bit. Man, I'll tell you what. Jonna was just, yeah, just throw me some in there. She, okay, I got four. She um, added more. She added more uh, everything. Oops, Jesus. Yeah. More Jesus? To no, she had more Jesus. All right, so here's the, let me knock this story out. So what happened okay. was my father, I don't know, I can't, I was... Uh, Young child. I need ice. Keep talking. Okay, so I'm gonna. Joe's gonna get some ice. You're right, and you should bring. Oh, we have the vodka over here, so Oliver. we're just gonna have. And you can put some olives in your drink too. Nope. You're gonna use mine. Nope. You're not gonna use olives. Nope. Because olives displace the vodka, and you want more vodka. Yep. <laughs> so uh, what happened was my father was in the air force and flew B-47 uh, nuclear bombers, and they were designed specifically to hold. No, yeah, they weren't. Yeah, they weren't nuclear-powered bombers, or the uh, Mister Fusion. They weren't powered by Mister Fusion. I don't. I don't believe B forty-seven manufactured by Boeing. One of the factories, I believe, was in uh, Marietta, Georgia, where I lived later on. That's very. You guys are just at the edge of your seats. So Isn't that happened? where the Black Crows are from? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. Are they still playing now? Are they together at all? We talked about you know, this. Honestly, I have no idea. Because I, I, I know they're older, because I would, they, they have to be. But I would, would you watch them if they came around? So, like if they went to Laughlin, would you go watch the Black Crows? If they went to LA, I would go and watch them. I, f- that's one of those bands that I saw one time in the 90s. Oh, I forgot, you fuck. And I, I just, at the Horde Festival, H O R D E U, stood for something. I don't remember it was what acronym. the acronym was for, but okay. it was, uh, that was Blues Traveler, Dave Matthews Band, uh, Fish with a PH. And god damn, who else was there? Could uh, you bring your mic up a little bit? Just make it bring, bring your mic move, up. Move it, just move physically it. move it up. Physically move it up. Is oh, that that's, is that better? Oh that's more sultry. Do you want me to go like this? Just Yeah, that's fine. it's just all, all up in my shit. That's actually better in a way. Is it a little bit? I'll do it too. It smells so, like cigars. Right, so 
Oh, so I was gonna. No, damn it! It's, a bad, it's that bad. Okay. Anyway, I don't know. We'll t- Back we're, to we're, the Karen Terrier. So my so I, you, Karen Terrier. You know where this is going. So what, well, you don't know where it's going. So my father was over there in England. He basically brought back in a B forty seven a Karen Terrier puppy. Ha! That's amazing. Yeah. In, in, in yeah. The, and, and, and I think the navigator. Wait, wait, did did he put a vacuum? Or how do you do the oxygen thing? Like, how did he do the mask? The B forty seven was a jet. I mean, it flew high. Like, how the hell did he do that? Yeah, and I don't know. Oh my god, I'm going to be chastised with this. Was the cabin pressurized in the B forty seven? I, mean, I don't think so. No, they had masks because in case they punched out or whatever. Oh, they had masks in case they punched out. But I, well, we but, can find out real quick. You keep talking. Yeah, what are you talking? So, so what a B forty seven people is a tandem seat. The the pilot would be in the front. That was my father, and then the uh, co pilot and the navigator was sitting directly behind him. And then down below, there's three people. Down below, under the bottom fuselage, was the bombardier. Mm, I don't think it was a navigator. It was a bombardier. I'm going to, again, I really should know Probably this. a combo. Could so be, if it could was be, a B-47, uh, it was. Be, yeah. yeah. So they were down below. And I believe he they, he had him, had him, it was a female, so her name was Tish, T-I-S-H. But it was a puppy, Karen Terrier, brought from England in a B-47 across the Atlantic Ocean all the way to Spokane. No, I'm sorry. At that point, it would have been, it would have been, um... It would have been uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. Which uh, is around where you were born. That's what, exactly. Right? So I was yeah. very young at the time. I don't remember what this was going on. But he brought back a Karen Terrier, little puppy, um, during the Cold War in a B-47. So isn't that kind of interesting? That is really cool. I a, mean, I... A, a I just, Ka- yeah. Like, well, Karen, the the modern name Karen, K-A-R-E-N, which yeah. I assume is how your My mother's mother name, yeah. name was spelled. It comes from the Celtic Karen, which is C-I-A-R-A-N. C-I-A-R-A-N. Okay, yeah. That's sure. where that comes from. But then Karen Terrier wasn't spelled like that, though, was it? I'm almost positive. I think it was... Maybe you're right. I'm Google it again. Yeah, I'm going to... Maybe. We I have to know. have to Google because we don't know. Problem is, too, to be honest, folks, we did this film thing. We did this shoot, and it required, apparently, in the script, it required drinking vodka. So we obliged. Oh, it's actually Karen. C-A-I-R-N. However... If you look on here, the Karen Terrier, C A I R N, Karen, one oh. uh, syllable. Oh, Paul's one, wait, doing, one. Paul's doing the cocaine again. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, so, but you're, but you're still telling me is this. So, Karen Terrier, but Karen, the Karen Terrier, C A I R N, Karen, the root of it is still Karen. Oh, okay. The word I told you about. Do you know what? I'm going to give a drop a big hint without really giving the big hint. Do you know what very famous movie had a Karen Terry in it? Not a very new movie. What, oh, you can't Google that. I'm not Googling it. I'm just looking at it. Okay. Oh, it's uh, Benji. Nope. Well, it might have been. No, 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 no. no, no I think no, it was Benji. No, no, no. Nope, nope. Very famous dog. Probably the most famous dog. About as good as it gets. Okay, that's that's that it's pretty famous because Jack Nicholson is Jack. It won the Academy Award for best. Picture when I tell you the like answer, any. you're gonna go, "Oh my fucking god!" I had no idea that was a Karen Terrier. Big classic movie, probably fifty years old. Jesus, uh, or more. So like mid fifties, late fifties. This will make excuse me, sixties, sixties. Nineteen sixty-seven was fifty years ago. Fifties, call it fifties then. This dog was prominently in this movie throughout the whole thing. wasn't about the dog, but the dog was part of the movie. I don't know. You lost me. You're gonna hate yourself. Can I shoot? Can my gun out now so you can shoot yourself when seven, seven year itch. Older. You ready? Older. Like, the, uh, older than 1957. Jesus Christ. Are Are you? Um, Casablanca. Well, you're kind of in the birth of a nation. <laughs> Steamboat Willie. Oh my god. Oh my god. 
Um, are you ready? Yeah. Are you sure you're ready? I'm ready. Wizard of Oz. Oh. Toto. That little bastard. <laughs> Toto is a Karen Terrier. Uh-huh. Wait. Toto was a The Karen- fucking dog. Not the band. Oh, see, I was thinking, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, you fucking asshole. <laughs> really? The band was a Karen Terrier? That's weird. Acid trip. The whole band was a Karen Terrier. <laughs> Toto was a Karen Terrier. The whole thing was a hairy dog. <laughs> that was the concept, man. Oh, my God. This is where Chris Lay loses his fucking marbles. Like, right there in the garage. At he likes Toto, Auto, I recall. He's, gonna... He's into Toto, isn't he? I think everyone, anybody who likes music should be into Toto. Right. The band, not the Karen Terrier. Or the band is an entire Karen Terrier. Agreed, though. Think about the movie and how prominent that fucking dog played a role. Somewhere. Uh, it was seminal. What is Jeff? Jeff. Uh, God damn it. I can't think of the guy. The, the Jeff Beck. Was not Jeff Beck. God damn it. I can't think of the guy. The, the, the guys in, in Toto. The guys in Toto are sitting oh. back going, Wow. That Joe on Cartoon Casual podcast, he gets it. Yeah, he gets it. We're all Karen they, Terriers. They could have, they could have really been just smoking and doing whatever and going listening to the band Toto because that dog. It's gonna be good. Drive me away from here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the totally dog, putting dog is sh- dog is running, getting it's away from you. Right. It was. He could be onto something. So anyway, my father bought a Karen Terrier back in a B forty seven back to. The states, which is amazing. Yeah, how do we start talking about that? Oh, I said something about Karen. Karen, yeah. So, so we had this thing, this film thing, and we're. Uh, Can we talk about the fact that it, in thirteen minutes we talked about nothing? Yeah, but it was this awesome. is like the Seinfeld of fucking podcast, except this is funny. I'm funny. sorry, people. I didn't like um, Seinfeld. I never found it funny. No. There were there were select episodes were funny. They were funny for the moment. For the it part, doesn't it really. If you funny. watch it now, it's not funny. That's well, actually ep- what's fucked up is because I'm in my 30s and all those people are in their 30s. Are you okay, Paul? No, I'm not. Go ahead. All those people, they were in their like late 20s, early 30s, and now I'm in my like mid 30s, and yeah. I still don't fucking find it funny. But I, you know, I thought that was just a product of my age or or maturity level or something. I still don't find it funny. But what's what I find interesting is, like uh, for example, and this is I think this is kind of true. A lot of movies that we all love that are 10 years, 20 years, 30 years old, 40 years old. That we still like to watch and go, that's a badass movie. Let's watch it and fucking still whatever. Most comedy doesn't hold. It just doesn't. That's true. No, you're right. Most. It, it, some it, does. Some does. But the vast majority is like, nope, not funny anymore. It evolves. It's going to be post-ironic. That's what the whole, it's got to right. be that. Now it's sarcastic. Now it's whatever. It's Patton Oswalt talks about this, about the evolution. That he really does. And, and there's certain comedy that will always be funny. But it's um, not a lot. Most Richard Pryor stuff is still funny. Sure. Like there's a Richard Pryor. Um, oh God, I think it's just. It's, I think it's just Richard Pryor alive. I think is what it's called. Is on Netflix, and it's it's 55 minutes of absolute fucking hilarity. And it was recorded, right. I think, 1978. I mean, before I was fucking born. Mm-hmm. Um, th- you've got uh, George Carlin. Oh, anything yeah. Carlin has ever done is still relevant and still funny. Yeah. Um, I can remember the first. I know we've talked about this before. Like you listen, your folks let you listen to George Carlin when I was 10, 12 years old. Johnny Carson late at night. I, I was. I, I would get the little the TV guide. You, you, you remember the TV guide? We have to actually look at to see what's no, coming. No, I up. remember TV guide or the preview looking, channel. The preview channel was like the first upgrade from the TV guide. You know, the TV guide was fucked up though because it's such small print. I mean, you had good eyes and you're younger, but it doesn't matter, right? It's kind of hard to read. It's like the way that was the spacing and the and the font was just fucked up, and it actually took effort 
to figure out to what was coming out. on the Tonight Show. Yeah, because you had bold and then you had non-bold yeah, and just, italicized. You look, it's like, yeah. what the fuck? Hey, it's George Carlin. Mom, mom, I got to... Okay, she never argued. It was... I found this fascinating. When I was 10 years old, that's when I bought... A bit, we can do the math here. That's when I bought all the Cheech and Chong albums. I still have. I still have the Cheech and Chong albums. Big Bamboo. Yes, Big Bamboo. And... Uh, uh, oh, what's the other one? The one big red pill. And then there's the... What, the big, people are gonna know. You open up, it's like a big red. It's red. I, it's a, I right. don't know. And George Carlin, Occupation Fool, is one I still have, I believe, and it's spelled F O O L E. And he said, I think he wanted that came from a skit he did when he wanted to apply for a job or he wanted to apply for something. An occupation, he wanted to put fool <laughs> because that's what he was. He was a comedian, right. and he said he wanted to spell it with an E. Finally, just to piss him off. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking George Carlin. <laughs> Right. I can right. remember the first time I listened to George Carlin was it was an HBO special I think that was recorded to CD and I snagged it from my mom or my stepdad or something like that and I was about the same age I was maybe 12 or 13 13 at the on on the, on, on the outside of that mm-hmm. and uh, I remember that was around the time we've talked about how um, I started listening to a lot of music that uh, mom didn't want to hear. She, she was sick my, of it because she was sick and tired of me listening to this angry, shitty music. I'm, I'm sure I, I, she never said shitty because she was never judgmental. Like my Night music. Ranger. Uh, no, it wasn't that <laughs> shitty or winger. No, winger. more like Rage Against the Machine, uh-huh. Voodoo Glow Skulls. Shout out to Frank. Sorry, but it was. Hey, isn't it he was, coming on the? Isn't he? He actually expressed interest uh, last yeah. week or, or a couple days ago. He sent me a a, a text or a, a message and said. The festival's on, so listen for that one on your on the next podcast. We're gonna so talk about that. Play, I, you're gonna have. To, we talked about this. You're gonna and, have. You're gonna have to feed me some music. We're gonna have to listen to. No, I, I gotta, I'll I feed you a little bit. Familiar. Familiar. I will pump you so full of music. Please do, honey. I swear I to just God, want that. Anyway, so I snagged that uh, Carlin special, and he actually talks about. Do you, do you ever listen to the the George Carlin bit where he talks about how um, we could eliminate the national debt? By doing pay-per-view, specific pay-per-view. Yes. And when we take the all the Western states that are square, Wyoming, Colorado, Utah, kind of, they're all... Sure. And, and he talks Arizona's about... Arizona's almost square. You know, it, it, right. And he says, you know, we'll just fence them off and we'll yeah. put, in certain, put certain types of prisoners, or convicts, rather, in each state. And he says, well, Colorado, we can put, you know, the, the murderers... And, and thieves in Colorado and fence it off. And we'll go to Utah where there's a bunch of child molesters already and fence that off and then put the rest of the child molesters and rapists there. And then we'll take this state and da da da. And they do, he talks about this. And then, and then every seven years for seven minutes, we do a pay per view event and we charge people $1,000 for seven minutes. And we open up the gates in between those and let them intermingle and beat the shit out of each other. Wow. That's. Carlin, sure. like at his finest. This was uh, like mid nineties, like ninety three, maybe ninety four. And that's when I realized, man, there's people out there saying shit that is just way beyond anything I'd ever heard before. And he, he the, was so brilliant and just so amazing. And before he passed away, though, I think he was, and this is understandable. And I'll I'll cut him some slack here. Um, but I I had the impression, and I saw some of his later stuff again. Probably within he, let's think about this. He performed probably. I wonder how. Up until he passed away, you know, was it months or a year or two that he would perform live, and then he passed. And you know, what, his what last time? special was filmed about eight months or so before he died. Okay, yeah. So I think I've seen some of his recent stuff. Probably material that was in that last one was in some previous ones, and 
and he was getting more, much more political, which he was always political anyway, but really even more just going for the jugular. And it was funny, but a lot of it was, it was, he was really, it was obvious this stuff really did bother him. In other words, he he was using it for money and doing comedy, but he fucking hated the way the world was and the way this thing. He realized that he had already had enough money and yeah. he just wanted to say things to say things yeah. because he had something to say. Like and, and so it wasn't, to me, it wasn't, I love the dude. I mean, I would I would do anything to be able to have seen him in person, but it wasn't as funny because I think I think he was like I think he's fuck it. I think he knew his time was not forever. Right. He's like fuck it. I'm just gonna say exactly what I think because I'm pissed off about certain things of this country. Fuck it. I'm done. He gets a forum. Yeah, you know, and that's why I have a problem with people uh, out there. Certain people saying. Well, they're a celebrity. They just need to uh, shut up and do it. No, fuck that. They have just as much right to speak up and say what they want about this country or in this country as anybody else. They just already have a bigger platform than some than some people. Yes, they do. And I think, but I think some people are like you can say about Carlin, but he, of his caliber, he's a little bit different. I give him, I cut him a lot more slack with that kind of uh, entertainment or the way their brains work than the average ditzy movie star but why do you cut him more slack because i think his brain works differently and better and is more active and is more politically oriented and things in, like that in your opinion though so what about a ditzy movie star that is like a i, I don't know di- uh, let's say that you had a ditzy movie star that said the exact same thing as carlin that agreed with carlin because maybe he or she ever heard you know heard carlin I, go i like to believe that I, and then they believe that so, so i understand what you're different? saying but i guess what i'm saying is there are some movie stars I'm not. We say ditzy, which automatically has the has the what the connotation of a female. That's not what I mean at all. Because there are a lot of goofy oh, male. That's I not what I'm saying. Consider Tom Cruise to be ditzy. Kind of. Yeah. yeah, he's a little bit whack. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. Um. So what I really mean is, if if one of these movie stars who has a pretty good platform because they're famous and they can tweet and whatever people follow them around, says something that we all kind of know is not really true. And just goofy. And it's like, okay, that's not, you know, in other words, you'd hope that they have a large platform and they, because someone like Carlin or Pat Oswald, you kind of look forward to what he has to say. I don't really look forward to what Kim Kardashian has to say. Uh, no, you're right. However, she has the right to say it. Yes. No, 100%. Okay. Just, I just want to make sure Absolutely. That's, that's clear. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Fair 100%. enough. That's yeah. what I mean. So, yeah. I I, I'm, God damn it. Did I, you just turned me into God, somebody who's defending Kim Kardashian. <laughs> And I, I again, no, I hate what she what has to, to say, say yeah. but I'll defend to the death her right to say it. Right, and you know, and there are other people I know that actually, I believe you when you say that, but there are people that do say that. And it's so funny that a lot of, um, a lot of people doesn't matter if you're. Let's consider you left or right. People that are on the fringe will probably think that, but by God, if you say something they don't agree with on the opposite end of the spectrum, they're gonna get so pissed off, and they will try to stop from what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, they won't yeah, actually let it go. They just that won't. and that right there is the root of fascism. Yes. It really is. And by the way, speaking of that kind of thing, speaking there, of fascism, that no, that does kind of touch on that in the Celestine prophecy because these insights, this manuscript was trying to be suppressed. Oh yeah, in the book by the religious people down there in Peru, there was a certain faction that was specifically the Catholic Church. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that goes on. It goes. It's it challenges the status quo. We all hear this term all the time in politics or. Oh, the church of Catholic, you know, the current Pope now is starting kind of rocking the freaking, you know, Catholic Which I love. Vote. I love, yeah, I love this new Pope. Like yeah. if I was ever going to be Catholic, 
I'm not a statue Now's worshiper. Now's the time to do it. This would be the time. Yeah. Because he's, eh, I know people at the old school. I'll tell you what, man. I work with some uh, some old school Catholic uh, folks, and they don't even recognize Pope John Paul. Wow. They go back that far. They're, they're like, it's not that they don't recognize him as Pope because they have to because they're Catholics, but they don't recognize progressive his progressive politics. They don't recognize, or even going back, who was before John Paul? It was before I was born. So, uh, uh he abolished hell, the the idea of hell, that there's no such thing as hell. And so what you're saying is even they were uh, too liberal. Let's say, so right now, they are not liking this new pope at all. They don't like saying? this new pope at all. They I mean, haven't liked any of the They're vocal popes. about it. They're like, nope, it's bullshit. They're, they're not exactly vocal about it because they're good Catholics and they keep quiet. But uh-huh. they That's always are, a good idea. No, just shut the fuck up and and keep going. That I love that idea. Hey, man, if it keeps them being decent people and not murdering people, well, okay. then I'm, I'm okay with it, I Which guess. Which is what but, Pat Nods will talk about also, right? The whole yeah. sky cake dodge. Oh, sky cake. Right. The whole idea was if you listen to you must listen to. Well, I think the first time you may have heard that was, again, when you saw my ass naked oh, down God there. damn it, yes. Yeah, that was it. I, I tried to distract you. After you saw my ass, you were in shock. He said, said, "Hey, hey, hey, listen to Patton Oswalt. Hey, He's funny. Check out Patton Oswalt. I, I knew he was funny, and that he was—he was definitely funnier than your ass." <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so yeah, it had to do it had to do with, and we have to leave here shortly. But it had to do with um, with uh, what he, he, you know, forever in history, everything was ruled. But we're talking thousands of years ago. It was ruled by might and males, like your know, strength yes. and whatever it was. Boom, murder, rape. Pillage. That's what. All that's what it. dominated. And that's then it. someone came along who was a little bit smarter than them and goes, "I can't, I can't beat him in an arm wrestling match or a club beating over the head competition." Of course, right. So I'm gonna have to try to talk to him a little bit and convince him of some shit so he won't fucking kill me. And that's what they say. That's he his his postulates a little bit. It's kind of how religion may have got going. It's like, hey, we got to straighten society out. And they're just it's just fucked up mess. So we got to talk to them and convince them that. If you're good here, i.e., don't kill me and rape my wife, after you die, you get to go to a place and have a oh, cake. Sky cake. Yeah. Oh, sky cake. <laughs> All right. With that, we're going to let you go. Uh, oh, we're done. We got, what time is it? Coming, up, uh, yeah, the, coming up soon, we're going to have uh, uh, Jamie Scott. Oh God. Staley. Staley. Yeah, she's going to be on. She's going to tell us all. She's going to tell us is all. Is there a hyphen? To, no, there's no hyphen. Uh, that'll be discussed. Once we discuss this, after this, we're going to drop it. She's yeah. Tell, no, after tell this, tell us officially, definitively, whether or not there's what a we're hyphen. Call you. Do we she spell might, the hyphen? Say, call me Jamie. Call me Jamie. Whatever. Call me Al. Whatever. Call, call me, me Ray late for breakfast. Ray J. Ray J. Ray J. You have the thing back in the now. We don't that skit. R R J. You can call me Ray. You oh, I was going to say, do you know who Ray J is? Ray J was the guy that was in the Kim Kardashian video. That was, oh, that was a black was, dude that was just railing away at the Kardashian oh, lady. Yeah, that's Ray J. <laughs> little generational thing. Call me Ray J. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of a it's not right. okay. generational. Yeah, so yeah. but she's gonna tell us all about how to uh, bend a lot and uh, become youthful. I'm already youthful. Yeah, no, I'm not. All right, people, we're out so of here. Done. L- listen to some uh, listen to some music, and we'll be back with uh, Jamie.
we on now? Yeah, we're on. You're you just on brought go. us in. You were the first one to talk. Hi, Jamie. Hello. Jamie is indeed here in studio. We finally got her to come in to talk about some what, stuff. Yeah. Some I mean, stuff. Bendiness and spiritualism and whatnot. Yeah. So, Jamie, welcome. Thank you. To Cartoon Casual. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Jamie is wearing pants. Yes. I'm just going to throw that out there. Sure. I'm, I am. And so is Paul. Yeah. It's bullshit. She's like, you guys need to put some fucking pants on. She, did, she didn't say that. She implied it. Right. So the anyway. main, main reason you're here is because we have an upcoming uh, event, right? Mm-hmm. What's the date and what is it? It's July 9th, and I have an update of information for you guys. It, I told you some wrong information earlier. Sorry. It's, it's yeah. not $25 for the class. It's 20 if you buy your tickets in advance, so $5 off. And Look what uh, I have here. Paul, oh, Paul. Paul I bought oh. mine yesterday. Oh, my God. So you're going. You're not afraid no, of No, not necessarily. I, I could hawk this not in the street. This has a street value. Of, it's going to uh, sell out. It's going to sell so out. So this is going to go up in value then. I should mm-hmm. sell this after right. it sells out and not go, right? No, you need to go. You should go buy five more and then try to sell those at the door. Oh, that's what I need to do. That's the strategy. Right. Okay. So what I, kind of scalping scam are you running, <laughs> council member? <laughs> Just trying to help Paul make a few extra bucks. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, should, you know, your best bet would be to buy a glider and crash it in Nephi, because that, that's how he's making his money these days. <laughs> it is. Thank you, Nephi. I appreciate it. Nephi Airport, Hair Care, Tire Center, and Goldmine. Yeah, looking forward to that. So, so what is anyway. the event? Tell, tell us about it. Yeah. Spon- how does it work? Who sponsors it? And what's going on with it? It's a, a joint effort between the brewery and True North Yoga. Mm-hmm. Blackbridge Brewery, right? Blackbridge right. Brewery. Mm-hmm. Yes, excuse me. Um, and so what happens is, I, you know, I didn't attend the first class. Um, so but I think it's up to every instructor to sort of make the class whatever, however they want it to be. So this class will be a beginner level class, although um, I can always amp things up to make it fun for everybody that's there. But it'll be a beginner class and we'll do some fun things, balancing our glasses of beer as we practice and... Um, as always, I will get a good sweat out of everybody, so you'll feel wonderful by the end. So it's just kind of a fun way to practice yoga, something a little bit so different. So it's bend in brews. You actually do involve the brew part. You do involve the beer. I'm going to. Oh, you are? Okay. Right. The last instructor did at the one that I attended, and it, it, it makes it fun. Right. Now, I heard the last one was um, uh, a little more intense or a little more intermediate or something. The last oh, one. Oh, yeah? You said you – is that true? I- is that my I didn't hear any complaints. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, the the Jasmine taught yeah. that class. She's she's a tough teacher, yeah. and she does. She always pushes her students. So it, I wasn't surprised, but it was a good class. But, it well, just I, is tough. I kind of heard that, and I thought, well, I'm not going to ever go on these things because I don't want to go there and get pushed around. Yeah, what, no, you. <laughs> you don't be, yeah, you do. <laughs> comfort zones are most often expanded through discomfort. You know what? You can go. Attack your own comfort zone. George W. Bush said that. Sorry. <laughs> I think it was him. That was a horrible show. <laughs> Sorry. Rush Limbaugh maybe him said it that. Was, yeah, those guys. They want to yeah. evolve and expand beyond what they already do and know. Those people. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. no, but I hope you don't hurt your widow elbow. Yeah, it's, that's the whole point. That's the whole point. It's, it's getting better now. Uh-huh. You'll be fine. Yeah. No, it, how, it, again, my question was, how do you do yoga without involving your elbow? Um, Jamie. Sure, Jamie. <laughs> Why are you asking me? Right. No, yeah, I was, I was waiting looking, to see what your answer was. No, I'm like, my answer would be like you. You can you, always modify. Yeah, always. Okay. So I've had, um, I've had multiple students in my classes before that have had major injuries, mm. serious injuries, 
and we just find a way to make them comfortable and they still get the same um, they get the same experience, but it's just a little bit different. So you help them if you know they have a certain injury and they and you you're kind of going around to the students as they're doing this stuff and yeah. you'll know what they have and you'll kind of help right. them modify their move. Yeah. Moves or whatever. I am what they call an off the mat yoga teacher, so I don't practice with the class. I I I just use my words to get you through the poses and um, explain it to you and that way I can move around and and make sure everybody's safe. I like to keep an eye on everybody's. They're not doing anything that's going to hurt their back or their knees. Um, so for you with your elbow, I would just keep an eye on you. And if it's something where you're going to put your weight on it, we would just modify, do something slightly different, or I would give you a prop, like a block or a strap. To okay. Them. All right. I was kind of hoping she would say, you suck it the fuck up. But just suck up. Just yeah. quit complaining. If you're if you're faking, I'm not. I'm going to make you. I'm, Oh, I'm not going to be... No, no. I've got a high tolerance for pain, so we'll I'm not going to be faking it. That no, no. False. Oh, we'll that see. False. That's, yeah. that's not... That's absolute false. That's I true. believe that. You're a giant baby. Mm-hmm. You know what she's really? going to bring you a baby bottle and a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a good idea to bring that up because someone's going to actually probably do that. I now. hope somebody does bring a little... Like a, like some Enfamil <laughs> from the can, like old school. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And a little baby blanket for you. Yeah, this is not a good idea. I think it'd be fun. I really want to be doing this. So, uh-huh. the only yoga yeah. I've done, uh, you know, Joe's done it. You've done it. How long have you been messing around, Joe, with uh, yoga? I've been you... messing around off and on with yoga for probably, I was 22, 23, so 15 years, maybe 14 years. And I only first really did it on any kind of level by myself at my house uh, six months ago for a few days. That's all I've really done, oh. to be honest. That's all I've really done. I think done. I told you to do something. It may have been, yeah. may have been you. I started doing it because I fell into the pit at an oil change place that I was working at. I got knocked into the pit by a lady, who old lady, who got her license taken away. She hit you with a car? She, yeah, she nudged me and I fell, no shit. I fell down in the oh my pit. Gosh. Yeah, that's why I was like, I was, what, 19? I was yeah, I was nineteen, and uh, I've had sciatic pain ever since. So mm. like, I learned it didn't really bother me until I got a little bit older, like twenty two, twenty three, and it just like would if I would st- if I stood in one spot for too long. Like I, when I re- first noticed it was when I would go to concerts. Yeah, and you're standing, you can't really move. You're I'm not moving anywhere. I'm stuck in with a bunch of people, and then it was just like it would start off with shooting pain, and then it would start, and then it would like transition into. Like somebody holding a lighter yeah. to my leg. That's so just, painful. Fuck, this is so horrible. Then I learned from a couple of chiropractor friends of mine here and there um, with a scripture. Remember Dr. Yeah. Scripture? Yeah. His son, Wes, and I have been friends for years. So Wes, Wes was telling me, he's like, man, okay, do this exercise on your back. And he goes, also, you should look into some yoga stuff. So I did. And I was like, wow, this, not only that, but this feels really nice. And then I just kind of fucked around here and there, like just not every anything real serious and I've never been to a class because I'm just not I I had a bad experience going to something that is predominantly female at the at, at the wellness center mm. and I was made to feel like a like a gawking shit bag and I was like no I'm really just trying to get in better shape but you that's, I'm glad all you uh, middle aged white bitches don't want me there so that's fine so yeah it down, was a dance it was a dance like a Zumba it was a Zumba class Oh, they wouldn't let you in Zumba? It's not that they wouldn't let me. It was how I was made to feel because I was there. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's fine. You guys, I'll see you guys at McDonald's after your class. At True North. (laughs) Uh, downtown, they do. There are a lot of men that practice, and they even and have I some male teachers. So it's yeah. a more comfortable. It's place. And, that, 
for which everybody. Is you, which is where you normally go. Is that right? right? Yeah. Do you also do yoga at home? That's I do. True. Was it, is it about half and half, would you say, if you were to actually say, oh, I do about half of my uh, yoga at home or mostly at True North? I wish. I, I actually do most of my practicing at home. Okay. Because she's an off-the-mat instructor. That's true. So she's not... I try to attend classes okay. uh, down at, at True North, um, but it's just timing. And um, I practice similar to Joe where I just... Maybe 15, 20 minutes a day. Yeah, you can, if you're at home doing whatever, you can yeah. make that happen. Right. A lot okay. of what, see, that's the thing. If you got, I think if you got into it more, you'd realize that it, you would no longer need coffee in the morning. Yeah. Um, like, I, I, no shit. I'm not lying. She drinks coffee all the time. Yeah, that's to keep keep going. But do you do your yoga? Before, do you do your yoga right when you first wake up? I don't. Because I roll out, right. I literally roll out of bed, pee, and then like, turn on my Apple TV and my YouTube, the YouTube app, and I watch yoga with Adrian. Good for you. I've got a huge crush on her. If I ever meet her, I'll be like, hi, how are you? I will have no no confidence whatsoever. Yeah. Well, because not only is she gorgeous, but she's funny and she's a drinker. Like she goes to, like she does, she has this one um, video. It's like a five or six minute uh, routine where it's just, it's straight up yoga for hangover. She's like, either go outside where it's hot, go turn your AC off, turn your fan off, go somewhere hot because you're going to sweat your ass off. And then she does a weird twisting gut stuff. And yes, then, twisting is great for it, it, it's, uh, after drinking. Yes. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Twisting yeah. and inversions. I, I, I wake up and just, it, like I said, it's I do the most simple basic shit and mostly to me feels like uh, the calisthenics you would do like stretching in like, uh, like gym class before you would play dodgeball or some shit okay but i noticed since i started doing that more on a regular basis i do it on days that i work at the hospital so when i wake up at like three or four in the afternoon i'll do that and then i'll go i don't go until 10 o'clock at night without any coffee so i don't need it so it's nice so you've been doing it for with that how long have you been doing it jamie you've been uh so you're like 29 years old now so let's do 29 now yeah Uh, i started Uh Stop it. We <laughs> talked about this. Yeah. Um, I started in, um, I was about 18 or 19 mm-hmm. when I started practicing yoga. I had. Um, what year was that? I, you know, uh, I can't, I can't remember. Yeah. Not, not I'm sorry. Go on. Dates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah. So I was 18. I was about 18 or 19. I, okay. I had uh, my entire childhood done dance and then kind of grew up and I realized that there's no adult dance classes. You're kind of done. You're, you're done. You're out of a oh, you mean like they don't teach adult dance classes at the Time Out Tavern? <laughs> <laughs> That's a different type of dance, uh-huh. Joe. I don't know. Yes. I'm talking... Uh, I heard the Big Rig Dollhouse has some openings in their <laughs> dance do. class. They do, yeah. It's so awful. Anyway. I mean the kind of dance you do when you're a little kid. Yeah. So yoga was like so you kind were of college the next. Then. Was it college when you started doing it then? When you were 18 yeah. or 19? Yep. Okay. I sure did. Which was where? College for you? I started yoga, my yoga practice at the University of Arizona. Okay. Good. Very so, good. And then like a lot of people. I didn't know she was a wild yet. Oh, I'm a wild. Well, there you I'm go. Bear down. No, that's she, why she's here. Right. We're yes. learning about her as well yes. as no, the yoga. So exciting. Yeah. Well, people right. want to know. Yeah. Inquiring minds want to know. Mm-hmm. So, but you also do, um, we talked about some meditation and Joe and I mentioned this as all, but you're starting to do it again now, but did you do meditation back then also? When, no. did you, when, when did you, you were involved with meditation prior? I, um, I, yoga, before I became a teacher, yoga was strictly exercise, stress relief. Um, it wasn't until I started diving deeper into what yoga really is that you start 
to put the pieces together of uh, meditating while you're moving with your breath and all those kind of things. So I never, um, I never really understood the benefits of it until I started practicing it. And still, like we've talked about, um, meditation is the hardest thing for me to do. It's I, I struggle with it. The practice is easy, uh, the breath work is easy, but when I have to sit still and be quiet, I, I struggle. So, but, but look, sit, <laughs> yeah, sit down, shut up, brain. Like that's a, it's yeah. literally how I have to do it, and that's the, I use Headspace. Mm-hmm. Have you ever used that app before? It's an awesome app. I right. have like three apps on my phone, and I just kind of go through them. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes I just get irritated by the app, and, and anyway, I'm not, I'm not. It's you're not really I, in the mode when you're. I have to work. It's something I have to work at. I'm not. Fuck that <laughs> app. That's not what meditation is all about. Really, uh, yeah. kind yeah. of thing. It's, if you're angrier after using the meditation app, you should probably shut down that app. I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. maybe give that a one star rating. <laughs> There's one, the lady has a really annoying voice, and I feel like she's being condescending. <laughs> like, she's like, okay, what you need to do is take in a deep breath, stupid. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You've, you've, yeah. done, you've done this before a number of times. Before. We're sick and tired of dealing with your shit. If you take a deep breath, stop being such a failure. Yeah. That's it. Like, that's it. Oh, it sounds like yoga with my mother-in-law. No, fuck, that's so bad. But uh, but yoga and meditation are supposed to I mean right they're kind of complementary they kind of go hand in hand a lot of people that do yoga do meditation I assume they're kind of a it's the same family it's the member. trifecta of um, um, people that have a like subscriber account to Mountain Rose Herbs <laughs> people that <laughs> practice yoga and people use meditation apps gotcha. And I'll honestly Same say that I fall into all three of those categories. Right. But, okay, and so does Jane. But dirty, there's a there's hippies. speaking of meditation. There's the, there's that place downtown. The uh, whatever the center. Yeah, the meditation uh, center. Yeah, tell right. Do you what do you know about that place? I know nothing about. it. I just drive by it all the time. I haven't been. Okay. Um, but I do know several people that have gone. They think it's wonderful. Um, they have. I think that they have some class, some uh, Buddhist driven classes and then they also have on Sundays you go in and I think you do a little learning and then you have your meditation time there but everybody everybody that's gone that I know says it's it's fantastic they love it there that's really cool right now the woman who runs it I believe is out of out of town or on a bit of a break I think they have other people there running it so if you want to try it out you might wait till she comes back but okay but I do hear good things I would go if you want to go I would go with you Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Angrily, you guys are going to go. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, hi, uh, you guys don't have an app, right? Because we just <laughs> threw our phones in the street. <laughs> We're already pissed off. Can't do I, it. The first time I really noticed it to any degree was on that walking tour with uh, Jim Hinckley. Oh, we we yeah. walked right by yeah. it, and I think someone mentioned, I went, what? I didn't, you know, I knew I saw the house before, but I'm now I'm walking slowly. You can read the sign. You notice a lot more stuff. And I'm going, I right didn't look at that. Yes. There's a meditation thing right there. It's been there for a oh, while. Oh, that's what it was, because Sarah Ferry, I was looking at that, and I'm going, I think I need to go there. And she goes, I think I need it too. And she goes, Sarah was going to go with me. Let's just go there and just stay there for like a couple months. You would walk in the door there and be like, oh, no, 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 no. You're way too much of a fucking head case <laughs> if you start off at the brewery first and then come in here then we can work with you Paul. because yeah, there's certain moves i'm sure with yoga that resolve certain issues or certain energy or tension in your body that kind of, so i was going to ask mm-hmm. jamie is there some yoga move that i can do that's going to fix this area here in my in my your, body right here cranium my cranium my head yes really is there yeah. really oh yeah huh mm-hmm. which is like decapitation is that a move is that a, oh is that a, i was gonna say that there's, there, there, are yoga <laughs> there are yoga poses for everything. Okay. We put we could put a series together yeah. for you. And if you practice it every day, your head 
would get a little better, a little happier. Hmm. Can you make it less Paul pumpkiny? <laughs> that that I don't know about. That's, you mean the actual size, like the, like the shape of it? Can mm. change yeah, the can- shape? <laughs> Maybe. Oh shit, that's funny. Yeah, if you had yeah. a, a yoga man bun, your head shape would look different. See, I just shaved, got rid of my hair too. I was uh, on the way to, I was on the way to a man bun. There. See, so, I, close. I threatened to grow my hair out and tie back in a man bun for Porsche's graduation next mm. year, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Do it!" So she dared me. So now I haven't cut the hair on the top of my head in like. Three months. Most people. Very long for me. Speaking That's going to be amazing. Uh, it, it is going to be amazing. All but like two people said they uh, like to have shorter hair now. So I don't know if that's, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well, uh, you were one of them. Or the, no, you like the shorter hair. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. And also, I was sick and tired of waiting for you to get ready all the time. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> no Paul, we're, record, we're recording now. Paul, give me just a minute. I got to go to the, fix my hair. Oh, yeah, Paul's going to fix his hair again. So what's kind of a pain? Uh, so yeah. have you been doing doing meditation since you started doing yoga, or was the meditation thing recent ish? Uh, or is no. it just on again, off again? On again, off yeah, again. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I get frustrated and then I walk away from it and come back and it's keep uh, chipping away. If you, you know? have an active brain, which I know yeah. you do, yeah. an act, and I'm we're all three in that bucket because I will definitely claim to have a the. Busy brain, so to speak. I'd say we're all it's, type A personality, all of us. I, I don't, a little bit. I don't know. I don't, I don't believe in the personality types. Oh, come on. It's not. I don't, I don't really believe in psychology. I just don't. Oh. It's a pseudoscience, <laughs> and psychologists will tell you that. I didn't say it was a science. That's why a psychologist and a psychiatrist are two very different things. I understand. One's, um, you know, here's some drugs. Go shut up. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. every parent has done that. Right? Uh, no. no. That's not <laughs> no. normal. My mom no. gets so pissed when I bring up the fact that we, and she listens, you know, so, yeah. and both of my brothers do too. Eli and Sean will both say, well, yeah, mom, you gave us triminic medicine, orange medicine. I thought we were sick for like five years growing up. Most of us wouldn't shut the hell up. So mom's like, here you go. Here's your medicine. It was more like mom's medicine. Exactly. Anyway, no, the, uh, uh, what the hell was I talking? Oh, the quieting the busy mind yeah. is like the monkey mind. Like the monkey mind, that's what I call it. Yeah. God damn it, it's so difficult. And but I don't, I don't typically get frustrated with meditation. I just, I, I get frustrated on a longer timeline because it, uh, I don't get anywhere. Like I can't move shit with my mind, and like I want to get. Can't to, oh, you want to get yeah. right to the <laughs> start yeah. fires with my thoughts. Yeah, I, I can't. I no, I, I just, I, I don't really progress any further, and that's where my frustration lies. Why I don't play golf because I played for five years and never got any better mm. that's why i don't bowl because i never got better than 130 average and i just don't like doing stuff if i'm not getting any better i don't like it so and that's not my struggle with meditation but i feel so good after i've meditated that's it that's so, the only thing you're yeah. gonna feel better you're not there's no end game so yeah, how, how, how often yoga or do, anything do you still meditate then some or not yeah how often do you do that uh whenever i need it it's kind of like drinking <laughs> but you drink a lot more than you meditate, uh, so I noticed well, that. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but define, everybody, define meditation, white man. <laughs> I, well, that's a good point. I don't really know how to define uh, it. No, but, it's yeah. it, it's whenever I need it or, um, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe twice a week. Okay. Yeah. God, it's been forever since I've met it. But I, there was a, actually a meditation app also that I did um, to lower my blood pressure. It was part of the whole thing. I think I mentioned that, that to you before, getting a flight physical. And uh, I didn't want to go on any blood pressure medication at all so i just would kill caffeine for a while do green and white tea 
and um, which doesn't kill caffeine, by the way. No, it helps. It drastically your, reduces it, but like you, there's still caffeine. In yeah, but doesn't those. it reduce your blood pressure? Things like that. And I had this blood pressure tea, this uh, other stuff like that, that's relaxing. Allegedly, too. yeah, supposedly. <laughs> Did you listen to that episode where I was drinking his blood pressure tea and I was all, "God damn it, Paul! Your blood pressure tea is making me all pissed off." Oh, I guess that's the problem. Oh, wait, yeah, we, we did notice it, did, it didn't pressure. say it lowers the blood pressure. It just nah, it's, it's blood pressure tea. So nah, we thought hibiscus. That makes sense. Hibiscus yeah. totally lowers your blood pressure. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. actually I bought regular dried hibiscus leaves, or not leaves, the petals, whatever, dried out. I have a big, big bag yeah. of those. Each I know who you tea. bought that from. That's not hibiscus. <laughs> no. He, no? No, I do remember. No, no you, it's like a big black bag of flowers. And it I was is. Like, what? You should find a new weed dealer, Paul. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the right thing. So so anyway, I would do this meditation stuff, and it worked. Because I remember I would check it before and after, and at some point I really got down to like in the one teens over fifty, mm. which is a little low. It is a little, but I was I was, I was amazingly shocked how how low I got it, knowing my because I've had it before, where it's been two hundred up to like a, a almost a hundred, one hundred and ten. That's that's what we call strokey. Yeah, yeah, I've had it that high. I've measured that high before. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You should still meditate then. <laughs> you should probably be meditating. In fact, you should. Like right now. Right, right let's, now. Let's yeah. take a break and you can meditate. We'll be right back. Paul's going to lower his shit and we'll be right back. But I have a, we, we were talking about uh, you have a big box of or a big bag of gear here of stuff right. that you, you brought and you brought your yoga mat. We're not going to be doing any of that right now. But See you that bought bag some, of tricks. Yeah, big stuff there. What but, do you got? Well, but, you want to know what I have? Yep. Yeah. And while you're reaching for that too, we know that women, what they wear, we talk about yoga pants. We're not going to go down that path of yoga pants and women and how they look good in them. Which good. they do, but what did. do what you do? No, no, we're done with that. What do. what do men? The average yoga guy, they don't wear yoga pants, do they? Normally? Um, Some I do. haven't had any men in my class wear yoga pants. What would be the classic normal thing a guy should wear? Because it's coming up, the event's coming right. up. What should they wear to yoga? Comfortable clothes that you can move in is all Just you need. Probably so, shorts, a loose shirt. Shorts, hopefully not. Too short of shorts because that's I've seen that before and that doesn't go it's not well. Pretty. That's not good. The package is displayed. Things, yeah, you want to you want everything safe. Pop out. Yeah, yeah. everybody does. Um, yeah, so yeah loose t-shirts, sweats. I mean, it's too hot. For is there sweats, certain shoes you go? Are you barefoot when you do this? Always barefoot. Okay. Don't try to wear shoes or socks. You're not gonna move. You're not gonna. Okay. That's not gonna work out. Socks. <laughs> socks would be funny. I could just see somebody slipping and busting. Got a new pair of yoga socks. Funny. Right. Yeah. Socks. You won't. You want to slide a little bit on the mat. Not enough that you would. Fall oh down. yeah. Speaking of which, I don't actually have a. If one were to want to acquire a yoga mat, what, what would you recommend for? Where would you do this? Oh man, a red one. No, I didn't say what color. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it depends on what kind of. I believe. I think it's a very personal decision. Okay, where do you on shop? If you want to, if you're going, right. you're yourself. Hey, I want to buy a new yoga mat. Are you gonna, is there a certain place online? Are you going to drive down to Phoenix and get one? Or where are you, you going to do? What are you going to do? You. Um, you want to. You want. You'd like to try them out first. Is what you'd like to do to find one that you think is gonna suit your needs so if you can try them out that's good if not you can buy them online um i think that it depends on what type of yoga you're going to practice if you want if you're going to go out and do a an intense practice you want to do handstands and arm balances and you want a firmer mat if you want to do um, a gentle yoga or restorative yoga that just feels good then they have some really nice soft squishy mats that kind of hug you while you're laying on so, them those are nice so you you probably know what you would you would need by now because you've done it forever so you yeah. probably buy online i'm guessing if you were to buy it okay yeah. you, i think that's there's what some you great do. companies that um 
you know, I would know right where to go to to get what I want. Okay, so you've pulled some things out of your bag yeah. here. Right, what's what's in this bag of yeah, Okay, so that we have a these are um these are props and they're just things that help you make your practice more comfortable. So whether or not you have an injury or you're just not uh, quite there yet, um, this block is kind of used as an extension of your arm, make your arm longer. Yeah, this block so, she has looks kind of like a large brick. Yeah, it this looks one's like a made cigar out of box. I thought that's what I, I thought that's what sorry. it was. Like a what? I'm sorry. I don't carry no. cigars. Oh, but the, is that about the size of a cigar box? Yeah, it is. So this one's yeah. really heavy. Um, it's cork. Is it cork? cork. Oh, yeah. it's cork. Okay. Some yeah, of them are kind of like that. Uh, blocks are really soft. It does smell good. I love you. The first thing I did too was smell. Oh uh, yeah. You have to smell cork. Uh, oh yeah. Now normally is this under your knee, under your elbow, under your butt? What, what do you all put of this the in? above? Yeah. All of the. You're gonna use it for all kinds of things. Okay. I have a foam. Uh, what is it called? A foam noodle. Yeah. Uh, it's actually two that I use string to tie together and then coiled it into. It looks like a trivet, but it's for my ass. Like it, and I just that's what I sit on. I I listened to a little bit of the podcast the other day and I really liked what you said about you don't need a mat. You just you can get a cushion off the couch. You yeah. don't need anything special. It doesn't matter what you look like. You don't have to be a young, fit woman. You know, everybody can do it. It's That's for true. everybody. So I think one of those sticking points, what you just kind of said made me think of this, right? Because the average person probably who's thought about it is they're going to be intimidated and not even going to walk in the front door the first time. It's true. Right. You have to remember this, how they're going to be, it's going to be uncomfortable because they're going to think, oh my God, everybody in there is going to be A, look at me when I walk in, like who's this person? And then B, I've never really done this before, so I'm going to look like an idiot. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to have all these confidence issues. and they're, Everybody. I bet I bet there were hundreds of people that would that would be a customer, but right. these are what's going on in their head. This is the problem. I hear this exact thing all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to know if they're going to be able to fit in, if they're going to be able to keep up, what class, who's there, what do you wear, are people going to be looking at me, can I hide in the back? Um, and the reality is is that when you're practicing yoga, you can be a room full of people, but you're not even going to notice anybody else. It's if you're you. doing your job right, if you're if no, it's if you're there to do the thing you're if there you're to there do. to practice, you're because you're making that mind body connection that they talk about. That's um, you know one of the biggest benefits. So you're in your own mind, trying to meditate, trying to breathe. Um, moving through your practice and, and everything else just disappears around you. Okay. So you just have to be brave enough to walk in, sign the waiver, find your spot, and then you're good to go. And, and no one, and your instructor is not, um, at, for me, when I'm teaching, all I see is uh, I see a skeleton, I see your muscles moving, you know, I watch people's face to see if they're wincing. I want to make sure no one's hurt. But I don't, I'm, that's all I see is just a moving body. Um, going through their practice. So you're, it's a really safe place to walk into, but so many people are very nervous about sure. what it's going to be like. I could see that. I mean, yeah. I would be that way. You know, I'm a little bit, to be honest, I mean, because I, I know the, the brewery and I know you and I know other people are going to be going there. So that, to be honest, that makes it a little bit easier. And I know it's going to be at a, not at a official yoga place. So it's going to be, okay, this is a way to kind of break into it. It's a brew pub so who cares as much? Right. right. So that's what makes it easier for me to go there. And I think that's the uh, that's why it's such a brilliant marriage of, of two different things. Right. I agree. Uh, it's it really is because honestly, you have a couple beers and people are more suggested. I mean, you can they're more suggestive. So you're, you're, you might as well try something new and then go. Oh shit, this is really great. So, I, are, I don't know. I feel I I my I don't have a confidence issue really to go into. 
yes and no. I have a, I, I don't really have a confidence issue to go into like a beginner's class. Like that wouldn't, mm-hmm. that wouldn't bother me. The one, it's like you said, finding the time. Right. <clears throat> and then finding uh, an instructor that I like. That's now, it. honestly, until two weeks ago, I didn't know you were an instructor. I had no you didn't? idea. I had no, no, I had no idea. Oh. I knew that you practice I had, and you're hardcore about it, but I didn't know that you were an instructor, but that's badass. So now I know somebody. Cause I always did. I got I got free yoga. We get Timmy a little bit tipsy, and then right. we go to his place and just do and, <laughs> and do yeah, no shit, and then go drink red, like uh, Evil Red on tap from his fridge, and then that's go, nice. Go through like oh, and he would kick my ass. It was bad. I mean, there so, were times where I woke up and the bottom of my foot was numb. I was like, Timmy, we can't get drunk and do yoga anymore. He's like, Hey, bro, that was a great time, man. We did a great like eight <laughs> series, bro. You're so flexible. And I'm like, I'm not flexible right now, though. Like, I'm laying in bed and I'm dying a little bit. <laughs> but then you get up and you stretch and you're fine a little bit. That's the thing. You, you're you're challenging yourself, right? And that's what a lot of people forget. It's kind of like going like you were talking about to go back to what we were talking about before. A lot of people. Um, also, it won't start going to the gym for the same reasons. Yeah. And you have to realize nobody gives a shit. Like, right. you're going to have maybe one-tenth of one percent of a of some meathead is at the gym checking out other people. Right. But that meathead started as yeah. just, you know, everybody started from the beginning. Right. He, didn't, he, he wasn't, he or she wasn't born with all those muscles. And right. so, you know, if they're jerks, that's, that's on them. But you've got to... Yeah. You know, don't let don't let those things hold you back. I know it's not. I know it's easier said than done, but so I have a question about True North Yoga. So yeah. there's a limited space, I imagine. So can you normally go in there and you're gonna have room, or are there certain classes or days that you better sign up ahead of time, a fair bit ahead of time, because there's not gonna be room for you on the mat. There's usually plenty of room. Okay. And you can fit about um, 20 people in there. Uh huh. Oh, that was oh, me. Oh, that's awesome. Is that your time? Meaning you have to quit? No, I. Um, I still have a little bit of time left. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. It's no, okay. It's, it's funny because it has to happen from somebody. Now Paul's checking. I know, his and phone. I thought no, mine, mine, mine's off. I so. thought mine was off. Mm-hmm. Oh my bad. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you have to kind of know what time it is because you're going to be going to work out here uh, right. not too much longer from now. So yeah. So there's the point is there's room. There's you can room. usually show up and you're going to have a room. You can fit about That's eighteen, I think eighteen to twenty people in there. Most classes are like six, six to ten. I think is about the average class size. Sometimes. Uh, I'm teaching uh, Saturday at 10:30. Those classes can fill up, but I've never had to turn anybody away. I can always okay, that's good I can always get everybody Some, in. somebody in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have this brick thing, and you you do this is on the ground normally, and you would have right. a knee, elbow, butt. A great example something. of how to use this is if you were bending over to touch your toes, and you can't you can't touch your toes. Right. You could use that block. And that would help you to reach the ground and get that stability and still fill that pose, okay. even though you don't have the flexibility to, to okay. get all the way to gotcha. the ground. Okay, what else do you have here? You've got this strap so I have this thing. strap, and it's the same idea. Uh, you can use this to reach things that maybe you couldn't um, before. Like if you were sitting on the ground with your legs out in front of you, can't reach your toes. Again, you could put this over your toes and then stretch it back and then still pull yourself okay. in. So we have a lot of fun props to make Yoga accessible for See, and I have the I have the big boy version of that. It's called a gate belt. It's what RNs and CNAs use to Mm -hmm. lift people. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, three inches wide and it's probably six feet long. 
Wow. And I'll use I'll use that to just do just like if I, if I wake up real stiff and like you and I we talked about this like old sports injuries we just never took care of that are oh. now now that I'm in my thirties oh, oh yeah and I'm like oh yeah oh, you get up in the morning and go oh shit oh, I remember when I did that yeah like I, I remember the day, the day the time what blade of grass I fell on when I hurt that knee oh yeah so like I'll I'll use those to like hook it around my leg and then just and just crank it back and. Get a stretch, nice stretch. And, yeah, or like uh, put it on my on my neck, and then and kind of get my shoulders stretched out and stuff like that. And some of that stuff I learned from my I have a sister in law who's a physical therapist mm-hmm. who says that yoga is for quote sissies. She does oh. it. She does well. She does yoga to warm up before she goes and like hits hard weights. Oh. Like she yeah, that's her stretching warm up. Yeah, because she, she said does. it's not it's not impactful enough. And she's like I I she understands that like it's good for balance. It's good for in like your general overall health but for her like she doesn't get enough out of it like it's come it's like uh i don't know i think it would be like uh i think she said something like a non-alcoholic martini yeah. or margarita or something like that like it but this it is, tastes like it but it's not quite getting me there this so is a good point because jamie does all kinds of other working out yeah. stuff too so what what else do you do it, it, there's all kinds of stuff you involve yourself with. um if i do yoga i um right now i'm gonna be headed towards boot camp down at shift with anna shuffler mm-hmm. um i ride road bike and mountain bike um i run even though i hate it and I'm thinking about picking up swimming again and doing a full triathlon. And, and you're kind of uh, what? You, yeah, that's but, badass, man. Oh, I'll <laughs> yeah. be there rooting you. I'll throw water at you and shit. I'll but but this but this awesome. um this thing you have a thing coming up in September. Uh, yes, thank you. We have yeah. the tour of Kingman, and it's Kingman's only triathlon. So, uh, but you're kind of training for that now. I'm training for that. I've done it before, but I've only done the run and the ride. I haven't put in the swim. So when when is it? And where does it start? And where it's, where is it? It's uh, September 23rd and 24th. I think it's the same weekend as Andy Divine Days. Okay. And um, again, it's the only triathlon in town. It's really neat because you can do one, two, or all three events and. Um, on Saturday is the run and the swim, and then on Sunday is the ride. And there's two different uh, distances, so it's good for beginners, and then it's good for more. Are you going to do the swim? You see, you see, we're thinking about getting the swimming to do a try. Is this? Yeah. You'll be doing this. Yes. Yeah. Is, is also. Yeah. Two hundred and fifty mile rides, the twenty six point two. It is not an Ironman distance. No, I'm not ready for that. Yeah, that's that's a long time. I know you're in great fucking shape, (laughs) but I didn't realize you were because mostly the Ironman ladies are that. Man, ladies, like iron, like I don't know. Everywhere, yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're, you have to be really tough. I, yeah, um, Anna, Anna Shuffler is getting ready to do one in October. Oh, that's cool. Good yeah. Lord, I mean, you have to, you have, it takes a lot of work. No, it's a hundred percent. That's your life is training right. for that. That's Eating, pretty much what you're doing. Everything, everything you do every day is going to be is for that to prepare. Right. So, but you're also doing this bicycle thing, right? This Williams to the Grand Canyon thing. We're we are going to do the race the train, and you're racing the train. <laughs> Joe's going. The Grand what Canyon the? I'm just thinking about how much right. I hate driving that <laughs> truck. I was Fifty like, miles. Okay, so so where does this go? It goes from where to to where? So it's Williams to the Grand Canyon. No, from you start in the Grand Canyon. Oh, the train starts at the same time, and you head to Williams. Okay. And I think two thousand foot climb yeah. altogether, and yeah. So we have to get we, we need to get more. Did you beat the train last time? Or the train I be my first time doing it. It oh, starts okay. at the canyon yeah. or starts in Williams I because think it starts at the canyon. If it starts at the canyon, it's downhill. 
It should be downhill from the canyon. I mean, we was, looked there. It's um, there are still there is, some climbs. There's a few still right. well, I mean, quite a bit. That's, that's <laughs> the trend is downhill, but there's climbs yeah, the whole yeah. time back and yeah. forth. Okay. Yeah. And then right. we're at, we are also training for the Bisbee 1000, which is uh, f- a little over four miles and a thousand steps. You run through the town of Bisbee and run up <laughs> down the steps. <laughs> we have a lot of things. Oh going. I need a God. nap. I mean, I'm still glad I voted. <laughs> You're for exhausted. You. I had you on, but I still want to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm thinking is it's like, a busy well, time. I managed to make myself food today, so that was cool. So, so, no so the point is, yoga is. Let's just bring it around. Yeah. Yoga is like an integral part of your whole physical being that you do for yourself. Yoga is really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had a little bit air condescension, but it's no, 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 no. I was, I didn't mean to sound that way. Oh. I'm just trying to point out because someone was saying, who was it? We just have the conversation about, oh, your whoever it was says, oh, yoga is for weenies yeah. or whatever. Yeah, she, well, she did. She said it was, it was. It, I shouldn't say it like that. Like I don't want her to. I don't want people to think that she's some sort of dickhead. Right. She's a physical therapist, and she's like yoga is just not impactful enough for right. her some to do need it only that. Like, a hardcore, yeah. painful workout to get things out. Now that, but there are types of yoga that it is it, tough, and oh, yeah. you will get that. But but that's the thing. Everybody needs to try a couple different types of practices and teachers until they find the type that works for them. So, yeah, you're kind of right, because I was for seven weeks, I was hitting this bag every other day for an hour until I fucked up my elbow. And then I came, went back to hitting it again, and I was on the mend. And then I put my glider together, and I re-injured it. And that's what happened. But now it's on the mend again. I want to start hitting it again. But you're right because did you see a physician at any point in that? What? Mm. What? In that time? I don't. No one like, suggested sort of that. No one suggested even, that at all. Did you even consult a can of Dr Pepper? Maybe like any, <laughs> like fuck anything. No one really thought I should. Cool. Wow. So, no, no, oh yeah, okay. No, wait. So, so the point is though, it was for 7 weeks and I and I really I'm missing it more now, but we talked about this that you do something for a certain you mentioned this, do something for a certain amount of days or a week, what is it? It right. becomes habit. What's the magic number there? I think it's you said It's supposed to be 30 days. Is it 30 days? That, that's what I've know. always read before. Is you do you something have to for do, 30 You have to do something. I want to say it's 7 times in a row. And it starts becoming a habit oh, okay. consistently. Well, I, I was getting hooked on getting up early and hitting that thing for an hour. And then now I'm kind of like, oh, God. But I, I would love to do it. But I don't want to injure my elbow again. But I want to do that again. Well, and I noticed a, a tremendous like um, yeah, amount of like mental fog that lifted from you. Like you were less. Oh, really? Seriously? Pissed off. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Exercises. It's good for your brain. But no, the same thing that you were making that observation now to me. Not now, but just at all. I, I don't remember you ever saying, yeah. I mean, well, you, I didn't want you to get inside your own head more than you already are. So I didn't say anything. But now I am. Okay. Because it's right. topical. Okay. Well, thank you for you that. You need to get back to it. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, because yeah. you're getting worked up again. Right. Calm down, Paul. God, Jesus. I'm okay. I'm good. I'm good. So you probably need to go it, pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. What time? Uh, I am. Yeah. A couple more minutes. No. Eight minutes. Eight, eight minutes. Eight more minutes. Okay. In eight minutes. Okay. okay. What are the oils you have sitting there? Okay. So um, these are the oil. I really at the end of every yoga practice, you lay down in corpse pose. It's your rest. Wow. It's yeah. corpse pose. Well, because you want to simulate being a corpse. You want your body to be completely motionless. You okay. want your mind to shut down and you're you're going to meditate you let your breath really slow and you get this last rest after you've done your practice you your body needs that kind of uh, rejuvenation time and and it's just good for you to stop so i think how long does that last usually this corpse pose depends on how long the practice is but i i give my students at least seven minutes seven to ten minutes of just laying there 
still do you have nice relaxing music playing while this is going on i do i i really i think this is the most important part of a practice and it's it's the treat at the end so i try to make it special so i will i will go around to my students they're laying still i I talk them into an uh, a meditative state and then i go around and i put a little oil on everybody to just kind of add to the moment and so i have peppermint oil um, I, I love the smell of peppermint oil. It's really good for your senses and it, it's kind of clarifying and opens your your mind up and it, it also gives you a little, um, you, f- you feel a jolt of energy when you're smelling peppermint. So you would come out of your corpse pose just feeling energized. And the other one is called Sunshine Spice. I, it's um, like a citrus and spice. Um, you never want to put anything on Can somebody. Yeah, yeah that's, and, and, and that's going to bother their allergies. Or and where would you apply this when they're sitting there in their corpse pose? Where would you put it? So you're laying there, your eyes are closed, I sneak up on you, and I'm, I'm going to put it in my hands, and I'm going to put my hands over your face so that it comes in without actually touching your skin. And oh, then, so you're coming close to their face, so the yeah, aroma is... Uh, yeah, I'm going to warm up my hands, okay. you're going to smell it, and then I'm going to I'm gonna touch your temples and your third eye center, and I might adjust your neck and your arms and legs so these depending, are, they, depending you, on how much time I have. So it's interesting that you get them or you, they're kind of in a meditative state. Yeah. These are things that you have trouble doing. Right. So, so I try but, to make it wonderful for them. Okay. So but this this is something you should have someone do to you. I should have you. someone come over every day. Uh, every day. And yeah. help me wow. in corpse pose. That would be amazing. This is really an Taking strong, applications now. This, this it's one, like this, orange, bergamot. Yeah. There's all sorts of shit going on. I like really to smell the peppermint one also. So that'd be good. Right. Oh, see that man. It, I have a diffuser in my house. I have peppermint wow. oil going all the time. I need to buy a diffuser. Like I'm gonna. So they're so I, wonderful. I, I use. Should I have one in here in the office? Yes. yes. Really? Yeah, you yes. With some well, calming. Yes. Essential why? Why are we just hearing about this now? Thanks to Pamela, everybody, for well, not. Know, I, I've talked about this shit before. A diffuser in the office. Where you've come over to my house, I'm like, yeah, it smells really good. I'm like, yeah, it's a mixture of jasmine and black pepper oil. It like it. It is sensual, but it's also relaxing, and it kind of keeps your mind alert. But it also yeah. smells good. Can I, can I buy a diffuser on Amazon? Huh? Yeah, yes. of course. I'm doing that yeah, right after you leave. I'm gonna go. I'm not kidding. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy one. one. I'm gonna have you. I don't tell people buy me this kind one. of stuff because I don't. It's a secret that I'm such a hit another. Man. Another. No, that's fine. Right. Where, right. Where, where do you normally buy your oils? Online, um, also. Yeah, I just get everything on Amazon. Okay. All right. It's good to know. Right. So uh, that smells really good. That makes me want to have a stench in here. A stench. Uh, of that. Uh, I'll tell you, you'd have less critters if you had some lavender. Yeah. yeah. Like that. I, I'm telling you, I talked about this last week. I swear by that shit. Okay. And you know where I got it from? I got it from a movie uh, called A Good Year with uh, Russell Crowe where he goes to France. He okay. inherits the chateau. And they have lavender growing all the way around the house. To keep the and critters he, out. To, yeah, to keep the critters out. There's a very famous uh, glider port, a sail, high-performance glider facility in Poimasson, France. And my... <laughs> Next to... Lavender fields. Yes. Now, my, yeah. my, my parents would, would go there. The people that manufacture the glider traders, they, he actually owns this airport or half of it, this glider port. And yeah, when you take off and you can see him, and the whole sky smells like lavender. I would fall the fuck asleep. When you're flying your glider asleep. around in this peaceful glider. Joe, Joe's going there now. <laughs> I am, yeah. It, you're, so you're flying on this peaceful glider and it smells like lavender. Doesn't it sound like heaven over there in France? Where the, where the croissant truck comes around oh, the morning? And it does, croissant. by the way. The croiss- fresh croissant truck comes around the morning. When do we go, right? Yeah, right. Let's That's go. what we're going to do. Yeah. I'm going to buy an old chateau in Provence. Yeah. Just live out my days. Yeah. We well, just get in your plane and 
go? Holy shit. I can't. That's, that's, that's the most that, expensive That will flight. never make it. No, it's much cheaper to go <laughs> no, commercial. No dice. But when I get there, there's plenty of friends that have planes I can fly around when I'm over there. No, so yeah, that's, that you can, you can fly right your plane there. Yes, you can. You'd have to outfit it with some additional fuel tanks. Then you'd stop off in places like Iceland, and Iceland, Greenland, and Iceland, yeah, and then Ireland, and then you're in Europe, basically. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah it's possible. See? Yeah. Shotgun. Oh, <laughs> shit. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, council member. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah. Um, do we... What, you have a book. What is the book? Oh, so I, is this it? is a, just a cute kid's story, but I had it in my bag. I um, teach the kids at the... Academy at least once a year when they the preschool kids when they're on the letter Y I go in and teach them yoga and they're probably the most fun yoga Holy students. hell that's that that's oh, the cutest thing I hear all day long. It's awesome. The letter Y is for yoga. Yep. And I read that's, in the there it is. That's what the book is called. Y is for yoga. Hold that up, no, Jonas. No, no, oh, she, I am yoga. No, I am yoga. But she, when they are learning the letter Y, she goes in and teaches them. Oh, yoga. that is it's, nice. Little kid yoga is a good idea, man. It that's is a good idea. Cool, right? There'd be a lot fewer angry people. Uh, you know, less f- or less people less people fewer angry people less yeah that Every, yeah. everybody needs some yoga I, I yeah. agree with that 100% there's a reason why it, 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 it's it it's been going on for, for thousands thousands of years thousands of years yeah, yeah. They, maybe as old as 10,000 years yeah the yeah. predates the like the uh, the Vedic verses and stuff like it really yes. was be it's like it's nuts how old it is um yeah I think she got to get going. Yeah, I'm looking at the clock here. I really do. Really appreciate you coming in and tell us about this because yeah, a lot of people don't know about yoga and about this upcoming event, which is again July 9th. Was it July 9th, $20 pre Sunday, sale. 5 o'clock. Two yeah. beers included. Two yeah. beers included. And Jenny's the instructor. Fun. Fun's guaranteed by fun all. Fun is guaranteed. You're going to leave feeling great. I'm sad that I can't attend. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you that. You can't. No, I, I, I have to I work. I have to work, I have to work that night. No. Oh, at the work. hospital. I have yeah. to work that night at the hospital. And the time that it starts, I don't. I won't have enough time to do anything mm. and then shower and then go to work and it just sucks i missed the last one too so that is a bummer pissed. i thought yeah. you both would be there are are they planning on doing it uh, once a month or once a couple how i think the plan, plan was to do it quarterly and i talked him into doing it a little sooner nice. okay. i told them i would teach him I, I think this one's got more traction i think this is going to have more people with this one i believe i'm I believe. getting a lot of feedback i'm hoping it sells out well that's cool it, you know with, this, so. with the vast popularity of this show Right. It's going to just, in the stratosphere, it's where this is going, Joe, right now. We're going to have That's why I'm here. Tickets. It's going to be great. Yeah. So, you guys are going to have a good time? Yeah, well, maybe. My elbow's going to survive. We're going to give it up. such a baby. I know. <laughs> My elbow. <laughs> yeah, hope you did that little elbow. We'll give you a children's Tylenol beforehand. Will you be able to handle it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll put some in my bag. Okay. <laughs> really, th- thanks for coming out, though. And yeah. I know you have to get going. And it's uh, appreciate it, so... Signing off now, maybe. Cartoon Casual Namaste Edition. Thank you very much. Appreciate coming in. Namaste. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.
Thank you.